0: That shit weakens legs, meat. No! No! No, that's a ball!
1: Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal.
0: A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring
2: Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clayer.
1: Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white, and Alex Snar. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Uh... Now let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Spiel. My name is Chris, with me is Parker and Alex, and every once in a while, a movie comes along that is tailor-made to this podcast. You know, we got stuff like the one that was pretty obviously made specifically for us, and I gotta tell you, man, The Faculty, perhaps the ultimate 90s movie, perhaps the most 90s movie of all time. When I hit play,
2: and before the production logos were even gone, the offspring started playing. I knew was, I was in safe hands. <laughs> Hearing that opening riff to the kids aren't alright while it still says Dimension Films is oh, its like a warm hug, honestly. Oh, it's man.
3: just, it's so great watching this movie, you know, even having seen it a couple times before and still just going, is that fucking Lewis Black? <laughs> it's
1: so good. Like, it's just sheer distilled 90s. And he just happens to be in it.
2: I think I've seen this like four <laughs> or five times And every time I'm like Oh dude, Kevin Williamson wrote this? And 45 minutes in I'm like
1: Oh yeah, he definitely wrote this Yeah, I, <laughs> It's so powerful <laughs> Okay, for a little little like fun thing Can we not mention the director until the very end? Because every God. single time You forget who directed it Then his day pops up and so you like Oh, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> until Salma so, Hayek shows up I'm like, oh yeah Right, right, <laughs> right yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay I... I, boy, I really like this movie. I'm excited to talk about it.
3: Why is Shooter McGavin in this movie?
1: <laughs> he was in a whole
3: angry dad go team.
1: Yeah, you have to understand this was a big, big decade for Shooter McGavin. He was in a lot of things.
3: Oh, trust me, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: For example, the Leave It to Beaver movie. So Parker, do we have oh, any news? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Let be recovered.
2: I forgot you watched that on purpose for some reason.
1: Oh, I thought it'd be really funny as, like, a bit. Ha ha. How'd that go? Oops. You got him. Yeah. I showed you guys.
2: I watched a movie you didn't know existed. The sickest own. All right, let's start with some good news, which is that our friend, King... Billy Mitchell had his world records restored by the Guinness <laughs> Hanks <Thank> <laughs> Oh God! Do He's you guys given like... back his Pac-Man and Donkey Kong records? And you know what? We're all better off for it. Did you guys
1: like, know like the details behind it? I'm assuming he did a bunch of shady shit because it's Billy Mitchell. What he did is he just told them that he actually did have them and they believed him. (laughs) God, I fucking love him so much. (laughs) So what someone did is just to show you uh, how little the Guinness World Records mean to the gaming record community. Some guy recorded uh, a video of him doing uh, GoldenEye64 in some level and he beat the level in 48 seconds. He submitted it to Guinness World Records as a world record. That's that's off my world record by twelve seconds. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just accepted it. <laughs> oh, that's good for them. Yeah. Okay. no, we self. should we
3: should
2: get in the book somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, did you by chance, you know, you tweeted out like his statement? Did you click on it? Uh, we no, did. Uh, I did not. What did what did his statement <laughs> say? Because I think Alex knows where I'm going. Let's Because <laughs> he gives a little write up about it. About he's you know got his records back. He's recognized as the first kill screen player and the first million point player. He plugs his Twitch and YouTube channel. At the very end, he say, he signs it with Never Surrender, Billy Mitchell. <laughs> he is the coolest person
1: that's ever lived. Uh, Parker, could you tell us his at on Twitter? <laughs> oh, you mean at Billy Pac Man? <laughs> I am obsessed
2: with it. <laughs> the fact that he just went, yeah, I'd got those scores. All right, here's your record Never surrender, baby. <laughs> Never give up. Always persevering. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, he, he we, fucking rules that and the American tie. I, you know, there's been a lot of problems in America with some sort of discord. I don't know what people are mad about these days, but at least we have Billy to show us what America's all about.
2: Look, if if we have a Halloween this year, <laughs> I'm gonna keep my hair long enough to do Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a USA tie. <laughs> I
1: love him so much. <laughs>
2: Now we have to talk about the sad news, which is also friend of the show. One Joel Schumacher has left this wretched earth. And shout out to all of my jerks of the week, which are all the people who saw that he died and went, well, "That's what you get for making a bad Batman movie."
1: Oh fuck that! that. Good job,
3: everybody. He fucking nailed it. I fucked everyone. I went back and read that uh, Q and A he did with Vulture last year. That is, like, one of the best Q&As on the internet. I suggest everyone
1: read okay, it. Okay, if you like, could, like, link that in my Discord, I'd like to check that out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking wild, and it gets uncomfortable for a while, because naturally somebody asks him about him being friends with Woody Allen. But, uh... <laughs> other than that, like,
1: very interesting. Very interesting, dude. I have to admit, there's a lot that I don't know about Joel, Schumer, Joel Schumacher. I know he got big on The Lost Boys, and then was given a whole bunch of projects, and I, I know... Batman and Robin was not well received. I, I just have to admit though, it kinda sucks that he died on the twenty second. <laughs> like couldn't hold that one more day. <laughs> just narrowly
2: missed it. <laughs> like the news broke and I was sad and then like five minutes later it's like I wish I was home right now so I could watch Phone Booth again. That's oh, a movie I've not seen since I like 2001. That trailer.
3: That's a movie I need to watch again. Oh man. Uh, you know, as somebody that rewatched Phone Booth like two or three years ago, he might be good. <laughs> oh, damn it. Hate to see. It. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, Parker's can Jack
3: Bauer is the sniper. Is I know it's powerful, so yeah.
1: cool. <laughs> uh, a role he's made for. All right, so Parker's got his jerk of the week. Let's get into our jerks of the week. Oh fuck! I can't believe you've done this, Alex. You're gonna have to go with something. I uh, I don't have a jerk. <laughs> all right, me. of co- of course, buddy.
3: <laughs> My jerk of the week is every single person that's ever given me shit for listening to K-pop. Now that K-pop is praxis, listening to K-pop is woke. Like, double birds to fucking all of you guys. I knew it all along. The K-pop <laughs> community came through by bombing Trump's rally. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> between that and them shutting down the fucking police department app by submitting all the fan cam videos, like i love it I'm just so very much. happy with my people right now you're very, you're
1: very proud of the community
3: Very proud of the community that has definitely not driven somebody to suicide like once a month yeah.
2: <laughs> You know, you're gonna have to cancel some of your faves. My
1: jerk of the week is Parker, who decided to leave <laughs> in the middle of the jerks of the week segment so he could go get some tendies <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard her, like, oh, she's on the phone. I snuck out and just quickly shut off the Xbox that was playing
1: It's Always Sunny and snuck back in before she turned around. This <laughs> sneaky little skeleton. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so let's get into our recently watched. I only watched, like, three this week. Not counting all that Library of Congress shit. Uh, first one, Parker, I'd like to talk with you. Oh, buddy. All right. Uh, I watched Scream Queen, My Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: Dude, one of, like, the last lines in that movie broke me for the night. (laughs) It was very upsetting. There are a lot
1: of lines that really stick with you. So, Alex, you're familiar with A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, right?
3: Unfortunately.
1: Whoa, hey. Let's watch the homophobia. Actually, I don't remember which is which. I I gotta step out of the room again. (laughs) (laughs) Nightmare Part 2 is, and there is really no other way to say it, the really gay one. Uh, oh right, that one, right, okay, right. never mind Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, I, I've always actually found that one besides the first one to be the most interesting because you watch it and it's like immediately apparent like, oh, this is really gay and it and it just keeps getting gayer the whole way through and not like, Same. yeah, it's like you watch it like, Geez. that it's like really obvious and it's so funny that the director didn't know when filming it, didn't know afterwards until like several decades later uh, it was not well received because uh it, I don't think it because of the homosexuality in the movie. I think it was just because it wasn't like the first one. Which uh, This is different. <laughs>
2: Why is he in the real world? These aren't dreams. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks again, horror fans. Yeah.
1: Uh anyway, Why is it Michael Myers in this? Do it right. Yeah, so okay. uh, the the guy was a lead actor Parker, what's his name? Mark Van Doren? Is it Mark Patton? Mark Patton. Mark can Patton. It. Yeah, let's Very go to Mark lazy. Patton. Uh, that guy was, you know, really going to be like a teen idol. Uh, maybe not a Johnny Depp, but he was a good looking guy and he knew it. And it, the the movie, the Scream Queen documentary, is more about him than it is about the movie. Uh, because after that movie, he disappeared. He, they literally found, uh, the, I mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago that I watched that really long documentary on all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And in order to find him they had to hire a private investigator they found him on a dirt road in mexico and uh, he just really wanted to get away from the entire movie industry because it destroyed his life and you wonder oh would the movie industry really destroy you for being gay in the 80s yes but there were other things too uh my only problem with this documentary is that Mark Patton is not interesting enough for a documentary. So, the good news is that it's also about Nightmare Part 2, which is definitely interesting enough for a documentary.
2: And, like, just about the AIDS crisis in general in the 80s. Yeah,
1: that was a part that I did not expect uh, for for them to be bringing it up. And, And I have to admit, when they brought it up, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I've heard it before. Turns out it really affected his best friend. And also him.
2: God, I wish... I know I wrote it down, but I can't find it. But, like, one of the last lines is him to be like, yeah, like, I'm the only one I know my age. All my friends are gone. And you're like, all your
1: friends are gone. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, cool. But that being said, there were lines that made me tear up in a good way. And the best example for me is a lot of the people that they have on there, they, they have, like, drag queens and... Uh, 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 famous uh, queer movie critics and professors of film and people who put a lot of very serious thought and work and effort into what they do and what they watch and how they interpret it but at one point they just get a fan a regular old everyday fan and and he, you can tell he's gay and that movie did a lot for him it really did a lot for him and he's like it's like a representation matters sort of thing and I was like really happy for that one guy uh and, and you know I have, I have to admit that I, I was happy for Mark Patton by the end of the movie because there are things that I don't like about him I think he there's something about his attitude that's uh, a little irritating at one point you sold maybe you should just let it go dude and I have to admit I was kind of on that side for a little bit and then he meets the writer of that movie yeah. oh because like, I was also on the side just let it go but he's like yeah, he's just coming in and
2: everyone says it's gay and being like oh yeah I put that subtext in it's like you're not the one getting called insert every single slur a oh hundred times a day because boy there sure is a montage of
1: comments on YouTube videos that's the thing that was that was the what really bugs me is that like you can talk about how like oh you know you know free speech and it's just a word and sticks and stones or whatever and they had that montage of 80s movies where everyone's calling each other the F word and boy is that unsettling it's in all the popular ones,
2: right? Yeah. It sure is fun just watching Bill and Ted and being like, "Wait, what
1: the fuck did you say?" Right. And it's but the thing is like those are all 80s movies and stuff like that, and they obviously do that because it was contemporary with, uh, with that movie coming out. But they use that word in Freddy vs Jason, you know. And that came out like 2003. That was a well, actually 11. luckily
2: uh, South Park reclaimed it, so it's actually not offensive anymore. Look,
1: I told you the only time <laughs> it's ever been funny was in the, the South Park movie. <laughs> he said it to Jeffrey from <laughs> 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 oh my God, I'm yeah. Cancel over Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that writer, the writer of the movie, for, like, a while, because he's he's approaching villainy on the status of Billy Mitchell. And, uh, first of all, he is so misshapen. He looks like that Ed guy from the 90 Day Fiance. Uh, except I hate he, that I know what you're talking Yeah. <laughs> he's got a Fucked up face. And
2: my friend said he looks like Jeffrey Tambor in the fat suit from Tales from the Crypt.
1: Oh good. That's what I want to think about. (laughs) That's Uh, for you. (laughs) But also that quote that he put out, because I remember I had I had read a little bit about Nightmare Part Two before because I, I really do think it's an interesting movie. And the homosexual subtext is like at some point it just becomes text. Uh and I was like, well, you know, was it really the writer's fault? Because usually I ascribe that stuff more to the writer than I do to the actors or the director. Uh, I kind of reject the auteur theory. And then, in while watching the movie, I saw the quote that he put out, and I was, like, actually disgusted by it. Yeah. And it, for him to say, I, yeah. I wasn't was, aware of that quote he, at all. There is no way to say it, but, like, the basic of is, like, yeah, I wrote a little bit in there. It was, first of all, I wrote as a homophobic context, which, dude, don't admit that. And uh, then he says, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, subtext, but uh, the the fact that the cast marked Patton there, he really gated it up. It, he didn't say it in those words, but that is what he's meaning. He fucking yeah. might as well have. Yeah. He, he said
2: it a bit more eloquently, we'll say, but... Yeah, but he... It's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like, you know, this, like, subtext, but they hired this flaming gay guy and he gated up. Yeah. Motherfucker, no one on set went, hey, cut, can you not thrust like that while you dance? <laughs> well, yeah. A lot of people had to see this movie and then put it together.
1: As Yeah, as it turns out, some of the ideas were Mark Patton's. Most of them were the writers. One of them was actually, uh... Uh, what was his name? The guy who plays Freddy Krueger?
2: Robert Englund. Yeah, Robert <laughs> well, What
1: was Robert Engel's idea? So here's a good example. He's like, oh, so it's like the the stair seating. He's like, I'll put one of the, the blades in your mouth. Right? Huh? It's like a little thing. You know? And Mark Bannon's like, oh, sure. Because he's just like 25 when he's making this movie. He doesn't know anything. And they do it and they're like, oh, hold up. Mark needs makeup. The makeup guy goes, I was like, dude, don't look. it look like you're sucking a dick. I was like, we're making a movie here <laughs> so uh, this that scene's not good enough but the scene where the coach is getting his bare ass whipped after the yeah. gay bar scene that's cool like he can
2: say like oh you hired this gay guy like, yeah but you wrote the scene where he goes into the gay bar finds his coach in leather and then the coach makes him run laps and then goes into the shower and then gets whipped with a towel until he's dead I'm like you wrote the fucking thing
1: yeah yeah, like that's all in there. That's all in the script. Like, don't fucking lie about it. And I'm pretty sure that he did lie. About it. And ultimately, they confront each other about it. And that writer sickly smile the entire time, not realizing that he's getting called out. It was like, no, you should be upset. It's like, it's like the first meeting. What, like
2: thirty years? Like he has hated this dude for a long time. Yeah,
1: he's really been carrying that with him. And I have to admit that I was sort of on the director's side. I was like, you know, what? maybe you should kind of let it go. But. I think one of those things is it just sort of sears in your mind, you know? It just... That is just what's going to be something that you carry with yourself for a while.
2: Have your life and career ruined because you're in this gay movie, and then, like, it gets this huge resurgence, like, oh, actually, I did that on purpose. You know, I'm kind of...
1: I'm kind of an ally, one would say. I have to Cool, all my friends died of AIDS, but it's all right, man. I I will say this. Maybe it's a good thing he got his career ruined because, like, it doesn't seem like a fun industry to work in. You don't say. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. Okay, so the next movie I watched is a foreign movie called E2 Mama Tambien, uh, which I don't know how to Ooh. pronounce. And uh, I think I've heard you guys make fun of it by calling it E2 Papa Tambien. <laughs> Correct. That sounds like something we would Have do. Have you guys actually watched the movie?
3: Of course uh, not.
2: <laughs> I've seen like the last half hour on cable. Oh. Oh, which is when things get weird. I, it's like I've heard of this movie; it
1: won awards. Yeah, what's
2: going on? What's going on here? Oh yeah, <laughs> huh. Oops. this
1: is perhaps the most sexually explicit movie I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it's correct. It, and be, then they're like, "Hey, that was pretty cool. You want to do a Harry Potter movie?"
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh, it's it's very. It's got a lot of hardcore sex scenes and everything. Um, I. Uh, and I have to admit, I have to... I don't usually go in for that sort of stuff. I'm like Joel. I don't like looking at tits. But, uh, it's... <laughs> but I have to admit, like, the more I watch it, I, I, I kind of like the characters as I went on. The, the lead actress is really, really good. And the two lead actors... At first, I didn't like them very much. They can get really obnoxious, and I don't think that they are good people, but they become good people by interacting with this woman. And they have a good time, and I think the message of the movie is that you can change a life and you can really enrich a life just by getting to know somebody, not necessarily through sex, although that that doesn't hurt. But uh, don't ask Joel. But uh, it's I, I, it was it was it was a good enough time. I w- I would say watch that if you're feeling spicy. Uh, <laughs> and the last one I watched is. Um, Parker, I've been trying to get into that horror list of They Shoot Zombies, Don't They? And uh, it's been a huge mistake. Now, I did the same thing that I always do. I go right to the new ones that were added and I look for the shortest run time. I'd be like, knock these out quickly. And I only had time for one. It was a 1976 British movie called The Signal Man. Hello. It, <laughs> <and> it's... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the basic idea it's it's actually a really creepy ghost story it's based on a Charles Dickens story and uh, the basic idea is for this train and break because they have trains uh, some signal guy sees this apparition and it's just it's kind of like uh, like my Discord name, the b Tie dowdy walker thing, where it's like, uh, no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I mean, no one knows what it means, but it's, it just kind of gets stuck in your head. The fact that you don't know what it means makes it a little bit scarier. He sees something in the distance, and, uh, and he hears that thing in the distance say words, and it, doesn't quite make sense in context and it, it just is something that keeps him up at night and he has nightmares of his and aw- awful things happen it's it actually it's really really good uh and here's the thing that's really unsettling about it it's a british movie where no man dresses up as a woman <gasps>
3: Yeah. So, not a lot of laughs in this movie.
1: <laughs> but... As opposed to... Uh, uh, Alex, what did you watch?
3: <laughs> Alright, there's only one I want to talk about. But, uh, this is a movie that I hadn't seen, but sometimes you're just, you know, you're scrolling through, you're on demand, and uh, you see you see a poster, and you're just like, well, I guess I'm watching this now. And that's how I got to 1993's Boiling Point, starring Wesley Snipes. Yo. That checks out. <laughs> so, to put yourself in the frame of reference for this movie, like this is one of four movies that Wesley Snipes made in 1993, including <laughs> Demolition Man and Rising Sun. And let's just say that, you know, you probably had to mail in one of those four. And, uh... this one (laughs) and i mean you're watching this movie you know you've got these two bad guys one of whom is played by an extremely baby-faced vigo mortensen which was a treat because but uh the other one you just sometimes you see a part and it's like all right this like new york city like con man hustler type guy that was just very very clearly written for christopher walken who probably just said no because they didn't offer him enough money. So, you know, you're making your movie. You wrote it for Christopher Walken. I haven't looked this up. I just assume by the, everything the fucking character says and does. So you gotta offer it to somebody else. What about Dennis Hopper with a bad digest? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I'm in. Just, just <coughs> doing that accent poorly the entire movie. Like, this movie is kind of incoherent like it's one of those movies where stuff just sort of happens and it's like causally related but you don't really know why like there's no stakes in this movie it's very strange that it exists like Dennis Hopper's character is just like this weird hustler guy who just got out of prison and I'm pretty sure that Viggo Mortensen's character is just like his idiot patsy and they go around trying to rip off like mobsters and stuff Paul Gleason is in what's basically a cameo role in this movie, which did a lot for me cuz uh it turns out I just love seeing Paul Gleason in literally everything. I
1: don't know. <laughs> oh, is that going to be our new thing for this episode? <laughs> oh god. Is it? I hope not. I love low effort so much <laughs> because...
3: <laughs> like you don't need to watch this movie it didn't even get reviewed by our boy hypersonic 91 You can yes yeah. it like Damn. it's but man that poster and dennis hopper doing that accent and there is there is one line of dialogue that i have to bring up again as, I, as i've established vigo morton's character is an idiot so like they do a crime at the beginning and they steal a car and then he's talking to dennis hopper he's like He's like, what did you do with the car? He's like, oh, I dumped it over here because the police will think an African-American took it. It's like, man, 1993, work. (laughs) (laughs) No one has ever spoken like that in their life. But in this 1993 Wesley Snipes movie.
2: It was a different time. Right, yeah, you can get away
3: with it. (laughs) Anyway, Parker, you go ahead. (laughs)
2: You posit that he phoned it in there, which is interesting, because this morning, I watched Rising Sun. <laughs> Buddy.
3: Chris, are you familiar? No. Oh, I, I can't believe Chris isn't familiar with Rising Sun. Oh, dear is goodness. it An anime?
1: It sounds Japanese.
2: There's a lot of <laughs> Japanese uh, influence in culture. The movie actually kind of sucks ass, but everything yeah, about terrible. it is, is funnier than the actual movie. So it's, a. Uh, Based on a Michael Crichton book. It's the other Michael Crichton movie from nineteen ninety three. You know, not the good one. And it's about a lot of Japanese business. Just a lot of early nineties opinions about Japanese culture and Japanese businesses taking over and buying out America. A lot of just cool cool regular stuff. Now this movie opens with the guy who played Shang song singing karaoke. So like I was already in. Oh yeah and they go back to their place and they're doing a bunch of Japanese business and there's boardrooms and there's meetings and there's business going on and then an escort gets murdered they're like, oh shit this is a bad look for our company uh, Lieutenant Harvey Kaitel, who super hates Japanese people is like, ah oh, fuck, I gotta get a detective down there alright Wesley Snipes, go over there and see what happened so Wesley Snipes is driving there and he gets another call says hey, before you go you need to go pick up another officer to help you out and that's where he meets huge otaku, just humongous Japanophile <laughs> who's named John Connor, who is of course played by Sean Connery. <laughs> Chris, if you want to hear Sean Connery say senpai, uh, I have the film <laughs> for you. <laughs> you know that thing where they have like, oh, this guy's really the Japanese culture, and he'll just like speak in the normal American voice. Oh. He doesn't speak in a normal American voice, but you know what I mean. Just speak in regular English and then throw in a Japanese word. It's that, but it's Sean Connery for two hours. (laughs) It is...
0: It's by not like, good. By like minute it's 45,
2: really I was fucking over it. But that first 45 minutes where he just keeps calling, demanding to be called Senpai and explaining Japanese customs to a bewildered Wesley Snipes was incredibly good.
3: <laughs> big fan of Steve Buscemi showing up as Willy the Weasel.
2: <laughs> also, big fan of Senator Ray Wise, who also Weiss. super hates Japanese people. <laughs> I might need to see this. It's not good, but also like. Yeah. <laughs> <You do.
3: laughs> that was how my day started.
1: <laughs> that rules
3: the nerve of this movie to be over 120 minutes. Oh, it is oh. Like oh.
1: well, I might be busy. disgusting <laughs> how long <laughs> it
3: is. It does not earn it with its
2: multiple twists. Oh also you'll watch it because Tia is in it. Uh, okay, it's alright down there. RIP Chris. <laughs> so I finally watched The Hunt
1: which uh Chris, there's like there's multiple ones called the Hunt. Oh buddy, that's the one from this
2: year. Oh. That was silent. Oh no, oh it my was god. So oh shit. Why did all right, So Chris, Chris you will hate it, Alex, as someone who loves Uh-oh. the absolutely just rock bottom dipshit social commentary of the purge movies. Buddy, you will have a fantastic time. Oh man. So rubbing my hands. Wait, get, so how it's it's did they play it? Uh poorly. That's the correct answer. You know, a lot of both sides. (laughs) Turns out the coastal liberal elites are the bad guys just hunting these poor, dumb city folk. (laughs) Like, it's incredibly stupid. It's literally babies first, like, oh, what if the elites really don't, you know, they don't really look at them as people. They look down on them. But also, like, aggressively violent in a way that I kind of wasn't expecting. It's, like, I'm not saying it's good, but, like, the guy who plays Dennis from Always Sunny is just playing Dennis but a shitlib. It's <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> like the first 30 seconds is a group text in which someone says, our oh, rat fucker in chief, and I started cackling and pointing at the TV. <laughs> but like, oh god, there's an incredible scene. Like so these like a dozen people just fucking wake up in a field and then just start getting shot at. And there's traps everywhere. And this woman starts to run away, trips and falls in a pit, and she gets impaled on a spike. They pull her off the spike. She starts to get away, gets blown in half by a landmine. Her top half is just, like, stuck in this little trench. This dude runs up to her. She's like, dude, just fucking kill me like it's over. He's like, I'm not going to do that. She calls the dude a snowflake and then takes his gun and shoots herself in the face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this movie is real. I I won't believe it until Rachel Maddow reviews it.
2: (laughs) 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 Fucking Ethan Suplee, the fat guy from Mallrats, just shows up and starts yelling about how the hunt isn't real and it's all crisis actors. And how there's globalist cucks who run the deep state. And then they end up at a fucking refugee camp, dude. dude. Oh my and you better God. believe that the people Come running the camp on. All sound like Russians It is Oh, Look I'm not saying it's good But there's a picture near there When they reveal how they picked everyone And just, Ike Barinholtz is just like Basically photoshopped into a Charlottesville protest Holding a tiki torch <laughs> The climax in the movie is the main character And Hillary Swank Just beating the fuck out of each other for like 10 minutes It is It sucks but it is Man, this sounds like for the how, like, how, for shift. you and me,
3: it's like five stars for us. Chris <laughs> this... would either
2: enjoy it or chew his own arms off to get out of the
3: room. <laughs> this this sounds like something that I really should have watched by now. Uh, you it, know, I almost yeah. watched this as a double feature with Bloodshot the last oh day I was in the theater. No.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you would never need to open theaters again. You'd never have a better day. That's like this is a good point. Like, listen, it sucks, but it's it's incredibly watchable. It is. I could almost do an episode on it. Oh, <laughs> it would really yeah. depend on Chris because he could just be fucking miserable. Because boy, yeah. you did not enjoy the purge I, in the one it bit. I, I can't. I can't emphasize enough true. how much I
1: despise the purge and especially people yeah, who enjoy the purge.
2: This might not be your lo- your uh, your avenue of trash. You know, there's different <laughs> trash. <laughs> right. That's very much true. You know, but I was, ten minutes and you're like, oh yeah, Alex will dig this. I'll absolutely <laughs> enjoy this. <laughs>
3: So Glad you're looking out for me, buddy. Dude, always. I do like the idea
1: of a torso calling someone a snowflake and then like just, <laughs> just grabbing himself. gun and shooting yourself in the head. It's
2: so good. A rat fucker in chief. We're gonna go on some deplorable. To be fair, to
1: be fair, I, I did like that episode of American Horror Story you guys made me watch, so... Right, you, you, you might like that. Uh, like, it's... The the slow motion putting on the MAGA hat was a seminal moment.
3: (laughs) God damn it, dude. Hollywood sucks so fucking much. Dennis Reynolds
2: walking into the room wearing a kimono and then being told he's culturally appropriating is incredibly funny.
3: why would you tell me that? Just ruined the best part of the movie for him. damn it. (laughs) Oh, you think I did. That's funny that you
1: don't have no idea what you're fucking in for, dude. Uh, How long is that movie?
2: Oh, it's credits roll at eighty-five, buddy. We're not playing games here, Alex. This is all, right, right. all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. Okay, yes. it's <laughs> absolutely your future. There.
3: Oh god! <laughs> fucking damn it! I wanted he... to sleep.
2: <laughs> He's literally just being like, "What if Dennis Reynolds still was still with her?" And that's his character. It's so good. I fucking love movies, you guys. The last one, Alex. Remember know. the good days of Netflix Party Watch.
3: Of course.
2: You remember how we didn't finish 8213 Gacy House? Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I had an afternoon. (laughs) Because we got like five, maybe ten minutes in before we realized, like, oh, this is like a fucking asylum level paranormal activity. Let's put on anything else. Because it's just going to be us talking and then getting just loud ass jump scares. What I did not realize was that in this movie, which is it's just an asylum level paranormal activity, mm. but what sets it apart is that uh they bring a psychic along to investigate the house with them. And like maybe 15 minutes in, they all sit down to have a seance. And by the way, like I've never seen a ghost. Don't know if I really believe in them. If I ever went to a haunted place and someone said, all right, we're bringing a psychic, I'm fucking leaving. Like, <laughs> you're, correct. you're playing with fire there. Right. So they sit down. And this this woman, with the utmost seriousness, says, John Wayne Gacy Jr., I call to you. Please accept this offering. I have brought you the t-shirt of my young neighbor's son. He's 15. It's pure and white. It was his soccer shirt. I know you liked your boys young. Some as young as 14. So please accept this offering. Holy moly. <laughs> There's some point, the haunting start. And she hands this dude, like, a little, it looks like a note card. You can't really tell what it is. and and you find out it's like a duplicate of one of his shitty little paintings and she says take this it will protect you by making him think you're a fan of his art put it near your root chakra (laughs) which was the part where I almost choked on my food which was incredibly cool (laughs) there's another part like literally every funny part is just this psychic playing it seriously as she's just walking around the house chanting find the clown that we doth seek John Wayne Gacy Jr. who prayed on the week over and over and they finally I think they call it a Ouija board or some shit, they finally communicate with him and they capture his voice just saying in the background
1: Kiss my ass. And it's played like, oh my god guys, he's communicating with us.
2: That's incredible. This is like a really, really shitty episode of Ghost Adventures. And like at one point, it's like near the end of the movie it's the end of every paranormal activity when, like, everything goes crazy and they're all, like, being attacked. One of the... The cameraman is, like, this... Like, i say late teens, early 20s dude. He gets, like, pulled up in the air and his jeans ripped off and he's just thrown out of the room and taken to the basement. Movie cuts to black and they have a bunch of autopsy examinations instead of credits. And as God is my witness, one of the autopsy things confirms... That that dude got raped in the butt by John Wayne Casey's ghost and then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that was my week, you guys.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine Fuck. like watching good movies? Cause I don't.
3: No, <laughs> absolutely not. Are you kidding <laughs> me? That
1: sounds amazing. John Wayne Casey's ghost and a ass going kiss my ass. <laughs> it's so fucking
2: stupid like all that happens and i just tuned out for like a solid 70 minutes <laughs> it just has a little medical examiner's report <laughs> intense anal trauma or some shit it sucks so bad i fucking love movies you guys
1: oh boy i <laughs> i love movies too tell you what uh are we ready to talk about the faculty Okay, well, The Faculty. Again, one of the most 90s movies of all time, if not the most 90s movie of all time. Anyway, uh, where does it? It? it start? Uh, it starts with that football practice. And, uh... Alex, would you like to tell me who's on the football team?
3: <laughs> you mean other than Usher? Yeah, other than Usher. Somebody else I don't remember.
1: Yeah, uh, one of the, the lead guys. Uh, he He's like, um... Who's that guy? One of the lead actors. is on the football team. He's the quarterback who quits. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to him in a little bit. Um, but the most important thing is that it's the the team is coached by Robert Patrick, who we've never seen Robert Patrick angrier in his life. <laughs> Correct. This is one of my. This is such a good way to open up the movie. I mean, besides the fact that there's an off screen song. Who cares? Uh, there's a. <laughs> They, they run a play wrong or something and then he sends them all home because he's so mad at them I've been on a football team when coach is mad you're not going anywhere you are going to run sprints until you puke
3: I've only ever seen one character in any movie with the same energy that Robert Patrick has in this movie. And it's Dennis Quaid and in the intruder. <laughs>
2: you guys remember the football coach and not another teen movie?
3: That's what I kept thinking.
1: So he gets he gets so mad he's yelling and screaming throwing his whistle and he he gets so mad as they're like walking away like, jeez, I guess we have to hit the showers. And he upturns the bench that has all the uh the water and stuff on it for like no reason. <laughs> So good. <laughs> he has Man, a complete, clean that yeah, out. exactly,
2: complete freak out, like a end of second act at your lowest point in life. Complete movie freak out because they fucked up a play during
1: scrimmage. Uh, the guy, the guy's name is Sean Hattosi. Sure. Yeah. yeah I to remember he's, that. He's in some movies. Okay. So anyway, yeah, Sean Hattosi and. Usher, are uh, not really having a good time on the football team. Anyway, they, they go away, and Robert Patrick looks into the camera and says, what the hell do you want? And, uh... And it just fades to black. And you're like, oh, I thought this was a horror movie. Um, anyway, so cut back to more of a thriller I agree, I agree okay yeah. okay <laughs> just because you're having a bad week don't put it on Parker <laughs> <laughs> I have suffered <laughs> enough. dragging you all down yeah. the, don't worry. Uh, anyway so uh, they it's uh, a budget meeting for the school and I feel like they could have put a lot more comedy into this they could have been like uh, oh we have to you know you, you can't go on that trip to New York Uh, We need uh, new uniforms for the football team. Based on the practice that I just saw, yeah, that team does need new uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they weren't allowed to put on a play, but I don't remember what the play was. I I hope it was, like, one of those explicit plays that they would have gotten in trouble for anyway. Um, Budget meetings suck. I've been to them before. Uh, Anyway, so they leave, and... uh, One of the teachers goes back in. She forgot something, and... She's cornered by Robert Patrick. And he takes that pencil and sticks it right through her hand. And uh, that's that's like getting you a little uh, taste of what the movie is going to be. Not necessarily gory, but like doing dumb shit like that.
2: This scene also has like the cold open of the movie is him just doing the full T-1000 sprint to her while blowing his whistle nonstop. Yeah, that was, so was, was just <laughs> a great <laughs> choice.
1: He is, he is just a really good runner, you know? I, I wish Tom Cruise would learn from him. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> keep running not. just how you run, Tom. Uh, anyway, uh, there's like a long drawn-out of thing of... Uh, the, the girl, she's trapped in there. And she's trying to escape from the school. Anyway, she gets killed by Piper Laurie. Who, As one boy, does. Yeah. She? <laughs> yeah. Piper Laurie, quite a career. You know, you start off with The Hustler, then you move on to Carrie, and then you get Twin Peaks, and then you get this. So, uh, <laughs> that's an interesting career. She's really talented. Uh, next day at school, this is where we get to meet our, our lead actors. Uh, and... I love the way that all these characters are introduced, but more than anyone else, and Parker, I think you already know, I love the way that Elijah Wood is introduced in this movie. (laughs) This is one of the funniest introductions to a character I think I've ever seen. I think this is like, this would have been five years after Good Son, which means it would have been four years after North. Uh, and so I would say he's grown up, but look at him. He's still like four foot one. And, uh, He's immediately, he gets out of there. And you're like, oh, look, it's little Elijah Wood. The only, the only difference between his height here and his height in uh, Lord of the Rings is that his hair is a little bit longer in Lord of the Rings. So they, the bullies, and there's multiple bullies, pick him up as he gets off the school bus, <laughs> grab him by each leg, and slam him crash first into a pool. Four people to
0: nutshot
1: this fucking four foot eight loser. And the, the best part is what he says. He says, no, no, not the pole.
2: It might be the most effective shorthand storytelling I've ever seen. It's like, I know everything about this kid. I know his entire life. I know life. everything about the it's... school.
1: <laughs>
3: I know we say this a lot on this podcast, but like.
1: Please bring back Bully. Right. That's I, just, that's so fucking funny to me. Uh, second best introduction has to go to Josh Hartnett. There are two things. To you. We have to talk about the uh, the two things about Josh Hartnett. One, that car. Oh, I, I try not to use this word too much. I don't really like the way it sounds in my mouth, but that car is Uh-oh. tasty. Uh, who else is tasty? His sick bangs. Yeah, that hair is the other thing we <laughs> need to talk about. So His hair it's so- <laughs> is so perfectly 90s. I couldn't recreate if I tried. Dude, when, he, when they introduce him as Zeke, I just started
3: <laughs> cackling. See it's- how fucking coarse he is. Like, you, get, you spend like three minutes with this character, and you go, oh, this is who they base Van Wilder on.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk inside of the school and I just miss schools that looked like this like this imagine if Cherry Falls took place at this school
3: uh, I, I just imagine Cherry Falls taking place as many times as possible I need to watch <laughs> that, that is absolutely
1: a rewatch I should just buy the blu-ray if that exists It doesn't. (laughs) There's no way in hell they would make a Blu-ray fucking Uh, Cherry Balls. I know. (laughs) I'll send you the link later. Yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, uh, so we have a bunch of other characters that are uh, worth talking about. Unfortunately, Usher's not one of the main ones because of, I guess, just racism. Um, Jordana Brewster is in this one. Oh, That's an actress I forgot was in this one.
3: I didn't because I will have some things to say about the ending of this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets a happy ending, right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Fuck off. <laughs> she
1: she plays Delilah Prophet.
2: <laughs> this movie has some fucking names, dude. Yeah. I wrote down the Out of Town Girls full name. It is
1: obscene. And uh, I'd like to get to the other Alex's favorite character, uh, besides Josh Hartnett. Uh, I'd, I'd like to talk about Clea Duvall as Stokes. <laughs> Please eat me, queen. You have never seen a more... Is this a a nice thing to say? She is very obviously a lesbian Going through some things when she made this movie (laughs) Uh, Please turn into a monster and consume (laughs) And uh, we got our southern character So uh, Parker representation does matter Uh, We got Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson Absolutely go fuck yourself (laughs) movie That is the most (laughs)
2: Kevin Williamson shit I've ever heard in my life (laughs) There's like eight names in there (laughs) I'm Zeke. I'm, a, I'm Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. <laughs> I'm referring Atlanta. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I
1: think I like about it, it's like this is her first day in school or something like that, and pretty sure it takes place in like November or something. <laughs> it's like, why did she come here in like the middle of the semester? Honest to God. She,
2: I like the montage of her walking through the school, where it's just everyone screaming at each other or hitting each other. Oh, yeah,
1: it's it's either that or, like, a couple's, like, making out or something like that. It's like, this is the high school I was promised, and I didn't get it. That's not fair. <laughs> the couple, like, they're arguing, walking out the door, and she slaps him so fucking
2: hard. Right? It's insane. I'm pretty sure
1: I saw teeth fly. It's Comical, yes, is the word for okay, it. Okay, so we have to get to the movie's mic drop moment, and the mic drop moment is in the first act, where they say, "Okay, you think you've seen a more 90s movie than this?" Boom! John Stewart as a chemistry teacher.
2: <laughs> John Stewart and his guest star,
1: his goatee. Yes, my one of my favorite towered over by everyone. One of my all-time favorite quotes is from my good friend Michelle, who I showed this to, and she's like. Wait, Jon Stewart is in this movie as the chemistry teacher? <laughs> uh, it's it's just such a
3: casting. Yeah, place.
1: it is. It was, I mean, here's the thing is the logic was they had to find someone who was shorter than Elijah Wood. So... You might have just given <laughs> it... John Stewart is so itty-bitty. You know he used to tour with like Bill O'Reilly who was like 6'4"? Oh my god. Yeah. Master He'll Blaster. Back when, <laughs> back when division wasn't staring, wasn't tearing this country apart. Anyway, so uh, he's said there. It is like well, you've, as that you've discovered a, a new species. He puts it in the water, and it's really stupid. Uh, but there are other teachers too, and it is the movie is in fact called The Faculty. And one of the things that I kind of like about movies that take place at schools is shifting the camera away from like all the students who are walking around their own adventures and showing the teachers cuz often the teachers lead really interesting lives. And I got to tell you man, if you put Famica Jansen in your movie, I'm not really going to give you any bad remarks. Here. <laughs> I <laughs>
3: It's distracting every time. The Chad teacher
2: and also the virgin
3: teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that was that
1: was like the weirdest thing in the world. It would be like, "Yeah, Famica Jansen, we need you to look plain." <laughs>
3: It's not possible. Yeah, oh, gosh. Like, she, me. she
1: struggles so hard with that. Uh, and then we get uh, Selma Hayek, who's in the movie, who is just she. She has to play like she has a cold or something like that, and she has to play in the same like movie as Famke Jansen Like a year after this, they would be like leading lady sort of things. In fact, a year before this, Famke Jansen was a leading lady, right? Wasn't she in the the James Bond?
3: Yeah. yes some like I don't, that no, was yeah. that was 96 97 I think so yeah what was yeah Goldeneye? was Was Goldeneye earlier than that
1: uh Goldeneye was 95 I, don't think, so. I think oh yeah. damn anyway well uh, whatever uh but they also have uh baby newarth uh it's the movie really just has everyone uh we will hey we will get to Shooter McGavin later uh, So Of course we will You think we're going a podcast without mentioning Shooter yeah. McGavin Are you kidding me <laughs> So we'll get to that later but uh, first I want to talk about um, Okay so it's a scene With Famke Jansen she's like the English teacher Right and uh, It's got Josh Hart in it and he has to I think what is he explaining like a Like a A quote from fucking Shakespeare Or something no it was, it was Robinson is... Crusoe Robinson Crusoe
3: is this this before or after he's spell he's selling space weed out of his he's trunk?
1: spell it, he's selling beak pens full of, I th- we had a long discussion when we watched it and we still weren't quite able to nail down what it was. Uh, Alex settled on cocaine and that is a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and, and later he reveals what's in it. I think it's just aspirin and sugar. <laughs> he, shit, he kept calling it scat,
2: and I kept thinking like. Is he giving them last <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me that good shit. Oh, it certainly is. Like
3: Sean William Scott hops in to call somebody shit, Drake. <laughs>
1: oh, that's a crossover, I need. Yeah, he is. So he's selling him space drugs. And uh, he tells him, yeah, Robinson Crusoe is actually about this. And uh, Famke Jansen gets a little hot and bothered just thinking about how he answered an English question correctly. So <laughs> really shows you uh, that character is really complex.
2: Actually, it's not only like a poem; shot, it's more yes. of a
1: sonnet. Oh, I mean, uh, very good. <laughs> Full marks. Oh man, and uh, oh, what are their other class? Oh, they have that that class. I, I, because I want to use this because it's a really funny setup for later on. I think it's like a U.S. history class. So. Um, or, or maybe it's not a U.S. history course. Maybe it's a geography course. Maybe it's just that, uh, that that awful phrase "social studies," which means they couldn't come up with like a uh, uh, a good name for it. So Jordana Brewster is dating um, Sean Hatosi because he's the captain of the football team, and she's I'm not calling him that. <laughs> okay, she's dating Stan. And uh, Thank you. <laughs> and uh, she's dating because he's obviously a captain of the football team. He's like, man, I, I kind of want to quit. Coach is insane. And she's like, uh, why? You need the scholarship to get into college. And she just straight up tells him he's not going to get to college unless, he, <laughs> unless he's on the football team because he's a fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> You're not good at studying the- <laughs> is a thing that I've told myself, but I've... Never had a romantic partner tell me that. Yeah,
1: it's like, wait, you're my girlfriend. Maybe you could, like, help me out with that. And she's just like, I'm just not going to teach you anymore. He's just like, ah, to her. So, a ah, lot, in this scene. Um, and uh, he he goes to, I guess, that social studies class, and he becomes that Melvin who's like, uh, actually, we covered chapter 23 last week. Now we're on uh, chapter 24. And everyone else is asleep in the class, and his teacher is very clearly drunk.
2: <laughs> the guy that's been in a thousand movies but I just know is oh yeah that one guy from the highway patrol and super troopers yeah. that hates their guts <laughs> just getting absolutely house. while this fucking jock's like uh, actually professor we did this last week like shut the
1: fuck up nerd <laughs> that was Lewis Black it's right? fury yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so Stan is, uh, is uh, trying to become uh, a nerd now. He's trying to shed his jock status. He's trying to... Don't you love subverting expectations? Exactly. He's no longer a I cannot, He's trying to become a virgin. I cannot believe this movie
2: didn't end with, I think I'm gay. <laughs>
1: like, that had to be in a draft, right? right? Yeah. Well, Kevin Williamson, you know. I know I'm jumping ahead here, but that social studies teacher, later on in the movie, when he becomes infected by the parasite or whatever, he makes the class write down a list of all of their relatives and all their friends and all their addresses and everything and says, this is the test. And it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, and uh, who else is... Uh, doing? It? Oh, first of all, I want to talk about how they find this parasite, right? Um, fucking... Frodo Baggins over here is eating lunch all by himself on the bleachers. And, uh, been there. Yeah. That is like me and Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say that's reverse Nomdi. you know, (laughs) (laughs) eating, I'm going to eat my, uh, lunch on the football field.
3: No guys, don't worry. Uh, my friends are definitely coming to sit with me. (laughs) They're
1: all just sitting out of frame on the football field. And he turns around after picking up that parasite and, I guess just putting it in his pocket. And there is Robert Patrick face to face. You shouldn't be out here football field is for the football team. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool with yeah, this. Yeah. So we go back to the, the faculty lounge, which I will say if anything, the movie does make a clear case that faculty lounges should probably be bigger. Because if I was a teacher at that school, I wouldn't want to share a room with any of those people. <laughs> and except Famke Jansen. And Zama hike and all the rest of them. So uh, they have this uh, that little water cooler, right? And Robert Patrick is taking like, water cups and he keeps going back. For- okay, actually, no. It's on his second cup of water. Someone looks at him and is like, what's up with the coach? Drinking a lot of water. It's like his second <laughs> thing. <laughs> but that being said, the foley work in here, Parker, that gulping <laughs> of the water. <laughs> it is some powerful ASMR. Yeah,
0: it's just... <laughs> Dude, ma-
2: imagine being a teacher and they're just trying to like Mack on Selma High and, like put the moves on her, and there's fucking all three feet of John Stewart
1: songs. Like, <laughs> hey, did you guys read the newspaper today? Like, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Every, every single time John Stewart is in this movie, I just think of Gary Oldman and Tiptoes. <laughs> he really we discovered a th- mean species <laughs> today Thank you A movie that will stick with me He'll stick to the roof of my mouth For the rest of my life <laughs> Imagine trying to have sex with a woman Parker don't listen And then like You think about tiptoes <laughs> well that's definitely not gonna happen to me now oh, he just sucked you there like oh, coach is thirsty today
2: <laughs> oh man he's drinking a lot you guys read the wall street
1: journal what are you two talking about
2: you don't look so good you should go home early mother <laughs> these kids have no future just please let me have uh,
1: god invented the daily show Did you should get him out of movies yeah
2: <laughs> go do your fucking Dick Cheney impression for eight years and just let me pound it out
1: please I'm begging you just two years after this he had he had even odds of being in Cherry Falls oh my god it, he really did imagine him I, can, like, I, can, I can see right? it way too easily can you imagine him like running around on his kneecaps? wait get back here you motherfuckers
2: man kneecaps and the wind. right
1: oh yeah <laughs> how do you even I get a body down those stairs oh <laughs> uh, hip hunting aliens anyway so uh <laughs> and Lori's in this so the next scene is a <laughs> oh, what is the next scene here because uh, at some point is it- someone uh, is subsumed into the uh th- wait 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 i think i know what this scene is no. it's
2: Are we at the shower because
1: that scene is
2: Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're right. Get right around right, it's my a face. shower scene. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's after practice, and turns out, uh, boys, he. Okay, so, Sean, Hata- sorry, Stan has told Robert Patrick <laughs> that uh, he doesn't want to be on the team anymore. And Robert Patrick, does does he accept it? Does he? Is he like, oh, hey, that's okay. That's just my star quarterback winning before the biggest. Yeah, computer. he's like.
2: Unnaturally understanding
1: Yeah you're going through a lot
2: It's fine Yeah you know growing. It's like, it's like Weird he didn't threaten To beat the fuck out of me And ask me if I'd seen this
0: boy <laughs> Alright well Guess i will go take yeah, a shower Yeah so he goes and Also
2: shower. this school is like Dirt poor everyone's fighting But they just have a full Indoor swimming pool I guess Yeah
1: well there Don't worry There's no. that too uh, I, I don't know if I ever Told you guys this But I also went to A really small high school Our showers just didn't work And uh, so I have not been In a lot of like Locker room showers do showers always just look at this, like, just open, like, uh, Starship Trooper style?
2: Uh, I went to a stupidly big school because our football team makes a lot of money because I live in Texas, so
1: can't comment. Was, so, I, I don't know, or like, are, like, high school locker rooms or the showers just, like, it just seems very open office. It's like you're you're going to look at someone's dick and balls. That's...
3: Like, that's what I remember, but my school was built in the 50s, and also I never used the shower,
2: so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, your boy wasn't working up a sweat in PE, I can promise
1: you that. Oh, I was, and also we didn't have the shower, so... Shocker, I didn't date much. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, me too, but for other reasons. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so he gets attacked by uh, a nude woman, and uh, which I hate when that happens. It's really yeah. rough. Uh, anyway... She's a Parker. You want to talk about this scene? Dude, so, this
2: old ass teacher comes in yelling, I'm like, gonna get all of us. And he's like, All right, I've seen a movie before. And he's like, All right, bitch, calm down. And puts his hand on her head. It just pulls off a giant club of skin and hair, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot." Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just, like laughing at all the '90s shit, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually still disgusting now." Good job. Everyone. Yeah.
1: Okay. So one of the things about it is they explained it later on that the parasite didn't take. That was like the only one that that happened to. Because she's too old. You think like being in the shower yeah. would have been like good for the parasite or something like that? But yeah, she was just too yeah, old. Would or hope so uh, This movie's very ableist. Yeah, anyway, they told her, yeah, you know, that's really crazy. Anyway, go home, do your homework. Uh, and I think the next scene, also at some point, Robert Patrick is, we know the shot. Robert Patrick is standing <laughs> amongst the sprinklers while they're just spraying on him with his arms crossed, legs akimbo. And it is seriously so much fun.
2: It's so good. Like, that's clearly just a trailer shot, but also, it's so good. It really
3: that is. is. it's it, Nobody was having more fun in this movie. Oh, yeah, that's
2: very true. Because even though, like, if you're, like, just flipping through channels and you turn the movie on at that moment, you see him, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be a fucking
1: problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This doesn't make sense. But I'm not going on that field. You could not pay. Yeah, me. exactly. Not even today, Jordana Brewster. Anyway, speaking of Jordana Brewster, um, i hope i'm saying it right maybe it's jordana i don't know um she has delilah prophet uh, <laughs> two T's. Oh god delilah prophet and uh elijah wood uh i guess they're on the newspaper um and they're like the school newspaper first of all look I, I wasn't on the high school newspaper but i was on my college newspaper no one puts effort into this okay like no one's going around looking for scoops Okay. I like her saying, like, yeah,
2: I exposed that teacher's drinking problems. Like,
1: really? You don't have an editor? It's like,
2: yeah, you can't fucking print that. You're 50. Yeah, exactly. Shut <laughs>
1: up. <laughs> anyway, they're going around looking for scoops because this is just the mystery files of Shelby Woo, I guess. And uh, they go into the faculty lounge. that Fuck That's so. a reference for a Shabu. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they go to the faculty lounge and just look at the
2: for... if you're listening, please
1: don't. But here's a. <laughs> but here's the thing like she goes in there with uh with Elijah Wood I keep wanting to call him Frodo and uh because he's the photographer everyone's gonna have a shitty hobby that no one likes so why couldn't she just take the camera it's the high school newspaper exactly (laughs) and if she was going to expose like a drinking problem couldn't she just like take a picture of a gin bottle like you don't need a professional guy to do it not that he's professional or anything but like you could You couldn't use your phone. It was 98. But, like,
2: when did you get some incognito photos? Let me put this walking kick me sign down there. (laughs) Nothing will go wrong.
1: (laughs) So they go in there, and oh, shit, someone's coming. Elijah Wood and Jordana Brewster in a closet. Oh, boy, here it comes. He sniffs her hair. Like, he straight up, like, snorts her follicles.
2: Get in there, King.
1: (laughs) He goes, like, they're just in there together. <laughs> like he's f- oh sorry I have allergies like, like he's fucking brainy anyway <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway Uh. but again like you know you, after that flag like, oh he's the worst my hug guy the <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, worst my hug guy put that in my memory palace like four years ago
1: asshole <laughs> people don't forget right anyway Uh, two of the teachers come in now which teachers are they is it Robert Patrick and Piper Laurie
2: <laughs> the scene where the both standing at the water cooler, Piper Laurie fills up a little thing of water and just throws it <laughs> full speed in her face. I laugh yeah. so fucking hard. <laughs> she whips like she's throwing a fastball
1: at her own
0: goddamn
1: thing. <laughs> she almost gives herself a wish She seriously does it so much better than I think any other actress would. She's just that. Like, oh, fuck the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> This
2: real balloon shop energy, yeah, it's
1: incredibly good. And meanwhile, Robert Patrick talking like this we need to find new hosts for the species or something like that. And you're just like, oh boy, this is this is going to be so much fun. And the, I like how the movie doesn't really have necessarily a twist about what's going on, it's just it is a parasite, yes. Frodo Baggins was right when he discovered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they discover, I think. Is it behind them it, while they're in the closet hiding from those two teachers that they discover the dead body of another teacher? Yeah, it's just, like, falls out. Yeah, it, like, falls out. Oh, no. And they have to escape, and, uh... Babe, can I just call her Beeb Newerth? Because I want to...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you call any of yeah. these people other than Shooter Yeah, McKenna. Beeb
1: Newerth is uh, the principal, and she's like, oh, what's going on? Why are you running away from these two teachers? Let's go into there and discover what's going on. Meanwhile, someone moved the body and uh, they're both taken away Jordana Brewster I guess goes back to her mansion and Casey, look, Casey played by uh, Elijah Wood goes back to his home with his father Shooter McGavin
2: <laughs> the entire time
1: from walking
2: into that office till the end of the next scene he looks furious no father in a movie has hated his son more than Shooter McGavin in this movie he is ready to fucking go back in time <laughs> and fucking undo this he has never hated a man more in his fucking he life. Is so, his loser-ass son. so
1: disappointed that his son is Elisha Wood.
2: Like, he's you, he's walking in that fucking high school hallway with a look on his face. Like, he's about to take the floor at the fucking Rose Bowl. Like, he is <laughs> ready to crack some fucking heads. He's ready to be like, show me. Fucking show me. <laughs> Fine. My
1: son my drug addict dipshit kid he just knows that like he he was at work first of all he, he's at work he gets a call on his very expensive phone and he's like please, please tell me my son was killed damn it <laughs> it's about your
2: son <laughs> fuck it <him>. finally <laughs> I can take the T1 line out of his room it
1: cost me a fortune oh, Robert Patrick didn't get him shit <laughs> You know dishwashers I've had to sell? these fucking weak to pay for his The dip. only time he looks happy is uh, as fast as he runs away. Robert Patrick says, by the way, kid, you're pretty fast. We can use a kind of speed on the football team. <laughs> and I have to think, it's like, what fucking position would this kid play? <laughs>
3: he's just going to walk on it Oh, right. He's, yeah, he's going to be the
1: Danny Amendola of this team. <laughs>
2: Him like faking out that he's gonna chase him is also incredibly good. Yeah. When he meets him the <laughs> right, first time, yeah. he's like, "He's really fast and you're running
1: away." <laughs> and like, <laughs> at him. I th- I, again, so- I, I do think that like the only time uh, Shira McGavin looks happy is when he, he, the coach tells his son he could be on the football team. A smile briefly crosses his face, like finally, my son can get off the newspaper, put down that stupid you hear that, camera. Son?
2: football <laughs> team and then it's just as soon as that door shuts it's immediate the jump cut to him just tearing his room right. apart is so
1: his funny his father has as the kids say no chill and he's just going through that first of all that kid has his own computer in 1998
2: bullshit that kid is Jacking off a thousand times. Exactly.
1: Oh, for yeah, we know because he's got all those pictures of Jordana Brewster. <laughs> also, he's mom, the- what the fuck,
3: Link? right? <laughs> he's watching the pirated fucking stream of Jason Biggs' bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> he has
2: just me and my friends, uh, Tom DeLonge, Mark Office, and this this little monkey. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I I mean I'm telling you, like he has like that Hey Arnold! shrine to Jordana Brewster. He <laughs>
2: truly really does. It's yeah. Look, as the father, I won't tell you to raise your kid, but you gotta step in and be like, "Hey, look, it's you know we're all experiencing emotions. You're growing up, but like, you're gonna get put on a wanted list for this shit. You can't yeah. do this in my house."
1: <laughs> but that's not the only thing that has the
2: decency to hide it yeah. from me. Don't li- don't fucking patronize yeah, me. So with they
1: this. take the kid's aspirin away because drugs. Uh, what else <laughs> do they take away? I think they take away like what music. They, away music. they take away his music. take away his boombox. What is this kid listening to besides Weird Al? Honest to God, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the
1: music from last week's episode.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got
1: some pictures to film. <laughs> Imagine this guy trying fucking... to find scoops. He's going into the janitor's <laughs> closet. <laughs>
2: I've infiltrated the closet. <laughs> the jump didn't be like, "Ah, oh, son, you can be on the football team." To him, just tearing books <laughs> in half the fucking incredible hole. What is it, son?
1: What are you on, huh? Pills? <laughs> are you no, on Dad, crank? Not. And it takes like all his fucking like. I think they take some of his books away. I think some of those are textbooks. Like, how's he gonna do his, his homework? He, he's, he's probably already done it for the rest of the year. State issued textbook. <laughs> I got a head start. He, like, puts,
2: he puts a hand on his shoulder like son you know you can tell us what's going on it's the teachers
1: all right well no internet no no music <laughs> no music was a good one again Taking away his boombox was good but we have to talk about what we're all avoiding here oh i know what we're forgetting lifts up his mattress takes out the porto magazines did you guys see what the top magazine was called it was called boob magazine Hell yeah, that is that is also the one I would buy. That if I is would, the to be funniest fair. thing I've ever seen. Ah, my latest my latest issue of Bube. An important key to all this is
2: his mom's just standing in the doorway playing good cop, like, "Oh, honey, you don't no. be too hard on him." And then as the dad's about to leave, she's like, "Don't forget his porn like, Mom, what the fuck are you? You just fucking sold me out. I'm going through enough. Like either there's aliens here, or like your son's having a nervous breakdown. From being the fucking Hermione Granger of nightmare school. And instead you're like, hey, by the way, hey, Dad, he hides Jackoff magazines down there. Don't forget those. Can't even beat off walk ground. You just have to sit in silence. It's like, that Great. is a moment where... Let me just read my textbook.
3: You. Oh, you ripped it in half because you
1: had <laughs> Coke in there. Thanks, Fox. That is also where I hide my drugs. Inside my school. Board. I mean, we talk a lot about, like, 90s basements. But '90s bedrooms, there's a little charm to <laughs> '90s bedrooms. But every one of the things about '90s sets is '90s sets. Or the idea here is just dump a whole bunch of shit in there, like the the Double Dragon movie had a set where they did just literally put stuff everywhere, and I kind of love it for that. And I like this room too, except for one thing. I think he's got a mobile hanging from his uh, ceiling fan. <laughs> sure fucking does. <laughs>
2: oh man double drag is speaking of robert patrick <laughs> having fun in a
1: movie oh yeah
3: robert patrick is I'll just never speak of that movie oh. again mostly because i don't remember any of it oh that's fair <laughs> this scene like shooter
2: mcgavin this is like his scene his delivery of no internet no music he's so gleeful just taking his child's possessions son we can help you it's them all right that's it i'm done i done. Do all I can! He just fucking storms out with all the sun's blocking. (laughs) And then this little Frodo's like, Alright, well I have to prove them wrong. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Great, coast is clear. (laughs) Hits a bunch of buttons on his keyboard, which makes a little fucking robot thing
1: move and then just falls. <laughs> <out> the <laughs> what okay, what is that robot thing? That was like a robot I thought that come back. <laughs> that was like I, I thought it was supposed to be like a robot cockroach or something. It's just a big computer chip with like pipe cleaner <laughs> legs and it starts walking and he jumps out his window.
2: <laughs> joke's on need dad i taught this thing how to suck this is
1: <laughs> so he's he's like oh I'll show so dad. he's he's very much like jay glazer he wants the scoopage so he gets ready to run to school yeah this guy's gonna run anywhere and standing at his uh driveway are three of the teachers in silhouette how did they why are they there why him uh, anyway, like, get your a Brewster. Maybe they already got her. Who knows? Anyway, he turns around and runs right smack dab into Shooter McGavin, who's even angrier. He's like, yeah, I heard you
2: fall off the fucking roof. What are you doing? He's like, forget it, son.
1: You can't get any of your possessions back until you can do a push-up. Oh, did a
2: 15-pound house cat just fall down? Oh, it's just my small adult son.
1: <laughs> it's not like a like like SpongeBob. Best part of Who threw that piece like, of paper at like, me?
2: <laughs> threw gritted teeth telling him to get back in the sun, still holding the booby mags, and his hands all rolled up like he's about to beat him like a bad dog.
1: <laughs> I think that was originally Jeez. in the scene. He's just like, no, no. Do you think any of this was like Shooter McGavin telling Kevin Williams, yeah, I'm just, I have some ideas, I'm going to... You know, just, uh, you don't want to play around with us. We'll Do one for you, one for me. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're, like,
0: we're
3: like 30
1: minutes I into know, this. I know, I know, but I still.
3: That's...
2: I wrote down, like,
1: Shooter McGavin, we're just going to talk about this for 15 minutes, and then I moved on to the next scene. Seriously, one of my all time favorite scenes. And here, here's a real tragedy he doesn't come back.
2: Hey, guys. Happy Father's yeah. Day. <laughs> a real powerful dad scene
3: in the real deal game. No. Music Shooter McGavin needs no, to be in every movie. Not...
1: <laughs> there is a certain thing about the way people say certain things in this movie and and one of them definitely would be those like be really good on the football team. <laughs> like oh, you could tell they're like
2: maybe like you know try and sound like you're pretending to be human but don't make it too obvious. So just enunciate shit weird. It's like, yeah, got it. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, you'd be good so, on the football team. Oh, you hear that, son? <laughs> I'm going to beat the fuck out of you when get him. I'm going to polish your ass with my belt, motherfucker.
1: And then there's a, like a brief scene of his mom in the window, not doing anything. And I'm like, why did they show that? Is she one she of them? She just closes
2: the curtains is like... Man, if she's one of them and like her last thing before,
1: wait, why would she kill the kid? Why'd she just <laughs> rat him out for having titty mags? It's, it's just a weird shot. I, I, I don't know. It kind of stuck with me for some reason. Anyway, so they get to school the next day and things are different. Uh, for Oh, one of them, at one point, there's a shot that we actually had to stop and rewind because I missed it. But Michelle and Alex pointed it out. There are two kids in that high school hallway playing Game Boy with a link cable. And this King this shit, this movie came out in nineteen ninety eight. Uh I, I, I wanna check out the exact date because either way, if you, if you make a movie, it's gonna take a while for it to oh. Christmas Day, 1998. Yeah, We'll get all the family together. See. Uh, this That is, is how God, I would did do though.
2: The, yeah. oh, there's an alien uprising. People being taken over, and you just see me in the corner, like, yeah, no, you have to attach the metal coat. That's how you get the sealers. No. You can't just <laughs> trade the onyx, you <laughs> fucking idiot.
1: But here's the thing. Here's the thing that gets me. It couldn't have been Pokemon, because Pokemon was released in 1998. Pokemon Red and Blue came out that year usually if you make a movie, you make it, like, the year before and it takes some time for it to, like, get released, right? I'm pretty sure that they were playing Tetris on a link cable in high school. So if you don't
2: turn back that Alakazam, I'll put you in this (laughs) fucking locker, and that's on God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just ignore what I say. See, so I gotta get to class. Like, no, not today. <laughs> I just said it couldn't
1: have been Pokemon and just get right
2: back into
1: it. <laughs> no, it was definitely Pokemon. No, no, no. 100%. Yeah.
2: I refuse to believe Link Cables existed before Pokemon. I'm sure they did, They, but... they
1: did. That was part of the reason why they... Well, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. They... So,
2: wow, Chris, it sounded really different
1: lately, so going to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, two kids are playing uh, Game Boy Link cable, so you know something's up.
2: So there's a scene earlier where they show him Elijah Wood brings it he's like oh why you want scare me then fucking Josh Hartnett he's like oh and he just starts listing a bunch of science terms because you know just like Zeke I would be smart too if I applied myself now anyways uh, yeah the sniper responds in three
1: two where, where's my backup Where's my backup? They got the BR tower. Yeah, so he gets bit or whatever. I guess that's the infection point, something like that. And he gets subsumed. And all the kids like, hey, something's really weird with the school. I think it's a parasite. They're all gathered together. And Zeke, played by Josh Hartnett, walks in and is, like, teasing uh, Elijah Wood and... Let's be honest, that's probably the best part of Elijah Wood's day, is getting teased by Josh Hartnett. Uh, oh, thank God.
2: He's just gonna laugh at me and not
1: beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> exactly. It's like, jeez, I, I kind of wish Josh Hartnett was my dad instead of shoot McGavin.
2: He'll just, he'll just call me little homie gay-ass. I won't have to unfold
1: myself from the locker. <laughs> I'll take it. Anyway... Uh, then John Stewart comes in, and uh, Elijah Wood's like, hey, I think everyone in the faculty is, uh, is, is, like, an alien with the parasite stuff, good thing you're on our side, and Jon Stewart closes the door, locks it, pulls the shade down, uh, and he goes nuts, and fucking, I think Josh Hartnett take he pulls off that, like, that cutting blade from, like, that, where you, like, cut, like, construction paper, or whatever, It slices yeah, the, his fingers the... off.
3: Yeah, he cuts his fingers off, and his fingers start running around. Yeah, like his fingers are fingers running around. Like, What's going on here?
1: You can get that
2: the fuck out of my face. I don't need that in my it life. It looked like don't looked put then, that in my head. it looked like Thing you know, from the Adams family.
3: Of course, as one is apropos to do, he goes, "Hmm, this looks like a job for drugs."
1: <laughs> yeah, and he jabs that thing in his eye too. So. Kind of reminds and me of like that kill, that Quentin Tarantino kill from Planet Terror. <laughs> oh, it's really. Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> he piles over that desk. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And then you get to see it. It's like, man, some good effects work. It, I know it it's all just yeah, it fucking yeah. fizz and prosthetics, but you know what?
1: I'm well, the you. director, who we're not going to name yet, is. Pretty good when it comes to effects work. And that should have been a sign. It should have been a telltale sign. Uh,
2: disagree on one of the movies I was assigned. Sorry. We'll talk so, about no, that. <laughs> <laughs> any, yeah. Any,
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So apparently aspirin and sugar is enough to kill a man. And they're like, huh, that's kind of weird. All right, we can leave. And uh, th- do they even hide his body?
2: <laughs> no. Jeez. No. We got to get out of here where the faculty finds yeah, us. Yeah. Th- so
1: uh, <laughs> the mystery gang uh, leaves. And, oh, yeah, I keep, I keep forgetting that Barry uh, Beth Louise Hutchinson is uh, tagging along with him because she needs a friend. and uh, she, For some reason, yeah. She, she really wants Clea Duvall to, like, I, wait, does, what does she want? Just
2: admit you're a lesbian. Yeah, I'm not. It's,
1: it's, I, <laughs> yeah, but you should be one. <laughs> is that what Thank she you. wants her to do or does she want her to just r- jump on Stan's dick?
3: It's unclear. Yeah,
1: that is a very, very strange thing that they're trying to do in this movie. Is just like, is she trying to... Is she straight or not? I don't know what they're trying to do here. Uh,
2: this high school's so big. It's so different from where I'm from.
1: Yes. You get it. That, I that is your whole character. We understand. Yeah, she's, <laughs> Thank she's you. Just, she doesn't really have much of a character. We will get to that <laughs> like, later. Uh, I wonder why
2: she tagged along, but also there's... Because we get to the point like, all right, we've got to figure out how to stop these things. And all, all the characters are together, it's like... Why the fuck did you bring Jordana Brewster? Because she just keeps complaining, oh, yeah. and telling everyone that they're pieces of shit. It's, yeah,
3: it's so fucking cool. She is the <laughs> Josh Hartnett. It, t- it takes them all to his secret laboratory. Wait, screen. wait. Be- <laughs> I want to talk. I
1: <laughs> want to talk about <laughs> before we go to Dexter's lab. We have to talk about the the library scene, where uh, fucking. Cleo Devall's talking about a Robert Heinlein novel and trying to explain this to... I don't even remember who she's talking to. I think she's talking to uh, Frodo here. And I'm yeah. just like, you can't just bring up the mo- one of the most famous sci-fi authors of all time in a movie like this. Anyway, so we go to Dexter's lab. <laughs> That's where we're like, oh, yeah, Kevin Williamson, you don't know fucking say. I am also aware of these <laughs> horror movies. Thanks, Kev. Yeah, so they go into his secret laboratory. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He just opens the fucking shed. It looks like Frankenstein's lab. It's all right, so guys. Stupid. I gotta make sure none of you guys is my bitch sister that destroys my laboratory all the time. Take these drugs, and we'll find yeah. out. Take this trucker speed
1: and look out for my pet monkey. He, br- he doesn't know any tricks. Uh, <laughs> you just have a laptop keyboard with only one key. Why just the M key? Do not hit that button. So uh, anyway. uh, I think what I like about this is you just open it up and he's like the jackass jock who's like, oh, he's actually got, instead of a heart of gold, he's got a brain of gold and, uh, apparently his parents are away in Europe and, oh, maybe he's neglected, which is why he has beakers and graduated cylinders (laughs) so he can mix aspirin and sugar. And, uh... That's right. You snort it up your nose, you get fucking tweaked for hours. It's incredible. So this is the drug scene. He makes all of them take the drugs and they start giggling. Because
2: there's a moment where you're like, oh, they're just going to do this thing, the scene from The Thing. But you don't realize, like, no, they're all just gonna get really fucking hot. Right, exactly.
1: He says the blood test. I'm like, oh, that's one of the best scenes in one of my favorite movies. Oh, no, we are going to... Why is he handing him that gel pen? Oh, hell yeah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So she's turning into a monster while everyone's freaking the fuck out. Yeah, meanwhile, Jordana Brewster is like, oh, it turns out she's one of them. She got subsumed, which... And they do like they do kind of like a thing. Like they call her. She is actually one of the most important characters in the scene because she sows the discord. She she's like, oh, you're you're everyone suspicious of everyone else. You know, it's like, oh, you're different. You wanted to quit the football team and you just got here. And I guess nothing against Casey, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but like this guy, you're you're weird. You uh, you do chemistry and also sell drugs. Uh, and like Robinson Crusoe. and But meanwhile, Jordana Brewster uh, stopped wearing hairspray because it dries her hair out or something. It's makeup, I guess, I don't know. And, uh, oh yeah, she was wearing glasses. That's different. Uh, turns out that is uh, different. She is the alien. She's got like bugs crawling underneath her skin. Somehow.
2: Did not appreciate that. Yeah, I
1: have to admit, that <laughs> yeah. didn't scare me as much as the uh, scarabs and The Mummy well fucking what does yeah man? that genuinely that's, that's is like really, one of yeah. the scariest all time nightmare I'll yeah. we'll never forget yeah,
3: I, I didn't watch that movie for years
1: because of those trailers dude same uh, actually no I watched also, it once and then I refused to ever watch it again. I was like that's the scariest movie ever made <laughs> the scene fucking owns because
2: poor little Frodo just starts tweaking and the football player immediately puts a gun to his head <laughs> oh god he's the fucking alien in reality he's just this little fucking virgin nerd just like high off caffeine
3: I'm just just a little guy it's my birthday I'm just a little birthday boy
2: (laughs) him just chittering wildly in the background like fucking ripperoo as they're all about to (laughs) shoot each other in the head Fucking like shit. everything's going down to the wire. You, um, Everyone's
1: yelling. You got like a Mexican standoff. He's ah! <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: so
1: and then all of a sudden you hear a shotgun cock, and shooter McGavin's in the doorway. <laughs> kids smoking dope in here like oh fuck he's about to do he's about to <laughs> she's do the, at dad's home he's about to do the hallway scene for old boy to them oh my god uh, anyway they I guess they kill Jordana Brewster somehow but she destroys all their stuff his secret stash she the
2: the ten seconds of her like Wildly and like speed ramped, knocking everything off the table, and then running through the wall is so
1: fucking. She runs through it like she's fucking wildy coyote. (laughs) She comes in like the fucking shockmaster and disappears into the night. Anyway, I I, I think she jumps in a car and gets away, Uh, which is she teleported. Yeah, when she's gone, which which which, fly out of here. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I forgot that we could fly so uh they, they do actually set up though because like so they park that car that really really nice even tasty car in like his like carport or whatever and outside you see like another car that's like really nice and it drives away with I guess Rodana Brewster's over there or something I don't know and they, they like run out after the car and all I'm thinking is like geez if only one of them had a really nice car to chase after them <laughs> but they don't think about yeah. that because if I recall correctly and if I'm missing something, please call me out. The next night is the night of the big football game. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> fucking, this <laughs>
2: fucking scene. Now, Alex, Alex, he said he didn't so want to stay up until
1: 5am, but this scene <laughs> alone... <laughs> It's fine, I'll just go uh, to sleep mid-podcast yeah, this, and finish later. Fucking, this fucking scene has so much going on. Like, Parker, we, we start at the very beginning, a very good place to begin. The cover of Another Brick in the Wall Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> there have been multiple You're, dad rock covers in this movie.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Like, there's at least... 18 chokeslams
1: yeah that's that's like my favorite thing this is supposed to be the uh this is supposed to be their county rival this is this is in effect a big game this is like bigger than homecoming and i think this movie takes place in california so i don't know why they have a good football team there but uh parker you've been to a school with a good football team do they look anything like this
2: uh, not as many fireworks, but
1: a lot of attitude. Imagine fireworks. I'm pretty sure the fireworks are while the game is going on. Yes. Yeah, fucking Usher
2: clotheslines from hell somebody. Stands over his corpse. He gets- it's mid-game
1: and they just lift him up and carry him off the field while fireworks go on. That's the- We're missing a key point. So Usher repeatedly is just like clotheslining people like he's night train lane and then he <laughs> leans over the body, gets helmet to helmet, and dangles a little shrimp like parasite over the guy's face and like drops it in on like their lip. <laughs> the only
3: thing that this scene is missing is some guy in the fucking
1: marching band doing sad trombone when somebody gets hit. <laughs> That's true. That's a good one. Yeah. The the music and the referees are not doing anything. Maybe the referees got parasited. Who knows? Just, you know, I guess they're just okay with that. Or it could be home cooking. And Robert Patrick has never been more gleeful. <laughs>
2: he's, lo- he's like seeing the birth of his firstborn son. And meanwhile, just keeps coming the other coach.
1: He's just like, oh, come on! What camera are they watching? <laughs> so- ref, ref, that's holding. Look, he's offsides. He's offsides. He can't just do that.
3: It's uh, just like us playing fucking Madden. Pers- like, guy online and lining up in the backfield every play.
2: Personal foul. Uh, Usher was giving him the business. Oh, man. There's, there's fucking war games in there. It's obscene. <laughs> it's like a three minute montage of people just getting jacked up. Sent to the fucking guy from Alice in Chains singing Another Brick in the wall.
1: <laughs> what a cool ass movie. Oh, uh, they're just like a scene that will live with me f- for the rest of my like, life man how do we show that the infection is spreading check this shit out <laughs> we
2: don't need no <laughs> people are just getting murdered like multiple people are just carted off mid game while fireworks <laughs> go so, off so
1: meanwhile your running backs like, they're practically dead on the ground <laughs> and the other team is crowding around and dangling little shrimps in front of his face <laughs> and Every the team is just like jump. oh yeah I got him <laughs>
2: Every single jump cuts to a different post-play thing from
1: the original Blitz, where you just like drop people. Just <laughs> one like four people dog piled. I'm pretty sure at one point there's like a literal elbow drop, you know?
2: <laughs> it's a bunch of 16 year olds playing a team of Terry Tate office linebackers. <laughs> Sometimes about it's mind about games. games. <laughs> it, it truly was about mind yeah. games. <laughs> Okay, so then they make it back to the school side. Yeah. Uh,
1: so they're oh, able... First of all, they're able to win that game without their star quarterback. Maybe Stan wasn't that good. Maybe Coach was right to get mad at the first practice. <laughs> Operation Eliminate Joe Flacco was a rough success. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so we're, I, I think they're in the gym. They're in the gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this little this little gang here is going to get ready to take on the entire football team, perhaps. Luckily, it's- by the way, the fate of the world hinges on
2: well, this goth girl saw a vision of the body snatchers, so we're going to do that. She yeah. says if we kill
1: the head one, they all die. So I got but, I got some of my drugs. I, I, Let's go I guess that to I guess that's just the way that it works. Also, most of their stash was destroyed because of. Uh, uh jordana brewster fucking citizen kane freak yeah (laughs) fucking mandark put
3: jordana brewster right yeah so
1: he's just got like a couple uh beak pens full of aspirin and sugar i guess uh meanwhile the the students go to the store and buy more it's not that hard the students like leave the uh Leave the game. It's raining, and they're like way too happy about it. As soon as it starts even thundering at a football game, that audience is leaving. Unless you're like a parent. <laughs> I say like, I don't care. No, she just got to stand me. cross arms, smiling in the middle of the. Oh field. well, I'll just get some hot chocolate. I love school spirit. Uh, meanwhile, this is how you know that the uh, that the team has been infected with parasites because they leave and they're still wearing their pads. Nah, dude. The first thing you want to do when you're done with a football game is get out of those fucking pads. Uh, meanwhile, they're just kind of standing around in the rain. Uh, we'll get to that later. Anyway, Beeb Newworth comes in, and uh, she gets, I think she also gets stabbed in the eye with a, wait, oh, she gets shot, doesn't she? They, yeah, they do the fucking salt the snail routine,
2: and she just dumps the entire thing on her face. Yeah,
1: first of all, like, they're just like, okay, you want to prove you're real? Sniff this. <laughs> if you're gonna do No, and he just pulls a gun out like, put that in your fucking nose or I'm shooting you in the face. But I think they do pull a trigger, and I thought they were gonna do that thing from The Thing where it's like, oh, <sighs> he he was a he was a real person, and he was like, that makes you a murderer. But they don't, and she was a parasite lady.
2: <laughs> but, like, we knew that.
1: Yeah, anyway, uh, they were able to kill her with the power of drugs. Um and uh, I, I don't remember how he words it but Stan is like oh I'll go out and I'll confront the football team and uh Cle- a word Cle- you got two pins yeah. good luck man clea duval does give him like a kiss for luck sort of thing and just like oh i guess that's her character development she got over her homosexuality should i feel good about this and uh he just her performance
2: is fun because she's half goth and then she keeps slipping into fucking Clarice starling right yeah it's really funny. <laughs> yeah i shouldn't want
1: to ever not do that good luck
2: out there yeah
1: anyway a kiss for luck and he goes out there with, a, <laughs> with again, like two pens to take on the entire football team while it's raining. The team
2: we just saw just absolutely obliterate an entire generation. I'm going to go
1: talk some sense into them. You know, the free marketplace of ideals is... Yeah. <laughs> Coach, debate me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you see, actually, it was a pagan holiday, and they moved it around in the calendar.
2: Come here, bucko. Make your... Mark. Dead.
1: Facts don't care about... You. Oh, wow, John Stewart's back. Oh, shit.
3: You know, Coach, I was at the Libertarian National Convention. Oh, yeah, and... uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so, so, so.
1: we I'm here, real, are... so,
2: so. please speak out.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do the Libertarians even have a national convention? <laughs>
3: oh buddy you don't know the joke i'm making that's oh, really great oh what is oh. it help me out here
1: we
2: got some links for you after we stop
3: yeah let's just save it
2: oh
1: probably <laughs> something we shouldn't mention on here <laughs> anyway so he makes it back and uh, they've locked him out like hey uh prove that you're not one of them and he's like oh just give me uh they're like do one of the the sniff things so you'll be like laughing like an insane person the the rest of the movie he's like okay let me in and let me do it and that should have been like the sign And then he just pours it out in front of him and be like, oh, man, it's so cool. You get to be on the football team. (laughs) Hey, let me in. Take that. No. All right, bye. (laughs) Enjoy it out there, man. Anyway, so he's been subsumed too, and we're supposed to feel bad for him. We don't. Uh, So they have to at some point they escape the confines of the gym which they went into in the first place so who cares and uh we get a confrontation i think this is it i could be wrong but uh we get a confrontation between famka jansen and josh hartnett and (laughs) this scene i first of all it involves the destruction of josh hartnett's car and that breaks my heart but the way that we got here makes me really happy. <laughs> I thought I knew where this was going. Right?
0: I was like,
2: okay, he's going to crash the car. The explosion and that dummy flying out of the air into the fire.
1: It's so fucking funny. She, she ju- oh, doesn't she shit. jump in through his window or something like that? Oh, it looks okay. like she's trying to suck his dick. Um, also, she doesn't... Um, Oh, wait, we missed a scene earlier. I, I'm i sorry. We missed a scene earlier where famka Jansen is now hot. I say now. And uh, she starts, like... I, I think she does, like, the bad teacher routine to, like, Josh Hartnett. Um, and she starts hitting on him or, like making him cream his pants or something this is not the same scene where that couple that was fighting earlier is like now together holding hands and like that's a sign that like yeah. the students are corrupted which is really stupid anyway so she comes back because she wants more josh hartnett hey don't we all look man i remember
2: seeing that first scene with him when she's the bad teacher when i was a kid i was like huh Oh, that's just awoke woke something. <laughs> that's a feeling I'm not used yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, that's... I
1: guess I'll deal with this one. I'm older. Oh, my pants are too tight. We got a Kohl's. So uh... I thought I had to pee, but I didn't. Just... <laughs> so anyway, her severed head starts crawling away on little CGI things. <laughs> oh, and okay. I have to tell you, how come the thing had better effects than this?
2: Honest oh, to God. There's... <laughs> I mean, especially in the ending. We'll get to Oh, yeah, that. yeah. But this scene's yeah. really good because her body's stumbling around like... Something from fucking Beetlejuice, yeah. <laughs> the head skittering around. He crawls out of the wreck. She looks at him, and goes, "Nah, fuck this!" It just runs back to the school, and I really respected that. Yeah, 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 me too.
1: Which, which was very much one of those you gotta be fucking kidding things. <laughs> it's uh, really good. This also has a scene where
2: sweet young Casey gets trapped in a school bus By with jo- Jordan. Yeah, which
1: I have seen this scene on several websites that I have located. And <laughs>
2: it's a real uh, time for your eight o'clock dick
1: flattening. <laughs> <class. laughs> can you imagine how bad? Can you imagine how bad Shooter McAvin was? That he was in a school bus alone with Jordana Brewster and did not get his dick flattened. He he escaped. <laughs> Son,
3: he just. He just respects women so much. Just, it, it, son, you gotta let her walk all over you.
1: <laughs> Literally, of course. Just gripping his shoulder a little too tight. You, you, really, you really should start dating, son. You really dropped the ball on that one,
2: son.
0: <laughs> I'm not That's
2: it. No TV, no
1: internet, no boombox until you get feet in your face. Just, just Frodo back and say, Gandalf, why do you hate what you don't understand? <laughs> <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Thought I raised a man I don't hate you son I, I was talking about uh, Ah maybe I do
2: You <laughs> had a chance for her Taking a big old Harley Quinn mallet And crush your digging balls into pieces Into jelly And you fucking blew it
1: First the football team now this You know son I couldn't help notice uh, she, she wasn't wearing any shoes in that You know when an opportunity comes, like, here's the thing. It's, You're trapped in a you know, close space. You can at least get a whiff. Good face. luck is it's just hard hair, to but not
2: feet. You A get for a feet?
1: <laughs> now, son, when I was your age, know, women would walk all over me. We liked to make then. <laughs>
2: You're going to have so much fun editing yeah, I know.
1: this. I know I repeated one of your jokes, but I don't care. <laughs>
2: That's alright I
1: just want to go to I'm bed I'm sorry Oh yeah Okay okay So I can tell like He hasn't said anything in like four minutes Yeah I know I mean, He mentioned earlier That he was just possibly Going to fall asleep Okay so What happens next Um We don't have a lot more Usher they, After he like people They are just like Rest uh, in power
3: that's really his one scene yeah. and he makes it count
1: anyway uh stokely uh our, our a Duvall character is talking with Marybeth Louise Hutchinson and she's you know <laughs> suspicious because she's uh from the south and uh thus she's revealed to be the queen uh
3: oh hold on wait we actually we we got to we got to slow log this reveal a bit because it's revealed because she once again does the same thing she's been doing the whole movie it's like yeah, are you sure you aren't a lesbian though? And then the light bulb comes on, and she goes, "Oh, she's asking me that because she's an alien, and that's how we find." Yeah, out. that it's the <laughs> dumbest fucking. This is a very
1: of. Kevin Williamson thing to write.
2: <laughs> Why do you keep asking if I'm gay? Like, I mean, like sometimes you visit weird sites, but like I've never like thought yeah. about kissing a dude for long. But I've thought...
1: Unless you're an ape. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, that's a uh, Kevin Williamson moment for you. And then we have uh, Barry Beth Louise Hutchinson's nude body double walking through the scene. And you can barely see ass cleavage. <laughs> it's
2: very unnecessary, but also, they knew who they are making this movie right, for. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Things are different on the alien yeah. planet. Don't worry well, about it. <laughs> Do you think through Nobulax was from that same planet He was like a different species <laughs> 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 I hate that I'm going to watch Cherry Falls as soon as we right? get this call Because yeah. I have so same, much though. to do tomorrow Oh man, anyway uh, So they're chasing each other And Who gets who gets attacked in this scene Does Josh Hartnett get attacked Quiet. in this scene I think he does Uh, oh yeah he He gets thrown
3: thrown the fuck across the
1: room yeah he gets thrown yeah he does so instead now we just have Frodo Baggins in uncharted territory we just have Elijah Wood in a high school locker room he is (laughs) not ready for this this is (laughs) a kid who has always found an excuse to skip P.E. same hey my coach, my asthma. <laughs> they said my ass hurts. Uh, 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 uh. Did you get your permission slip signed? You know, good and well, my dad didn't sign that slip. <laughs> it, that's that. It's just the Dexter's Lab episode where he wants to get out and play a dodgeball. <laughs> <Duh>! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry, sorry. All, yeah exactly all I can think about is Robert Patrick saying that <laughs> <laughs>
2: Robert Patrick walking in with his I hate kids with funny accents t-shirt and just staring at Mary Beth <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm sorry to keep derailing I need to
1: get that shirt anyway uh, I'll derail do- one last thing so Clay Duval
2: gets knocked out with like the most gruesome hit I've seen her head thuds against that tile
1: so fucking right? hard. Yeah, is that the one that that's That poor like, stunt double. Jesus Christ. Wasn't that at, like, the pool scene? Yeah, yeah she like, turns
2: into a big old monster, fucking yeets her into the water, and then turns into naked Mary Beth, yeah. fucking Lori Beth Denberg, whatever yeah. her fucking
1: name is. Yeah, fucking... This is why they tell you not to run at the pool. So, anyway... Um, <laughs> Wish you would have had helmets. Exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, Casey is able to escape and he's he's running around and he goes to the gym and my favorite thing in the world is he starts running behind the bleachers and michelle's watching and she's like oh that's that's pretty dangerous i'm like yeah <laughs>
3: you can tell he's hid from bullets.
1: yeah he knows <laughs> yeah. he knows the sweet spots so uh he goes and he hides and the, the monster alien with really great effects is chasing after <laughs> you want to just talk about the effects 1998
2: the 1998 was a really cursed time for cg yeah
1: we just hadn't perfected it yet uh speaking hey you know what movies don't get a big budget for
2: things like that horror. Correct. In general. Also science
1: fiction. Uh, so uh, <laughs> he's able to, I guess, hit the mechanism that closes the bleachers, which is why they have so many safety things telling you don't do shit like that. What is his final line that he says to the alien? No, we have to We, have to, we have to it's say It's a it.
2: callback to something, but him running through that bleachers stressed me out I, so badly. I
1: think, I think his final line is school's out or something. Oh my... <laughs> You know if I call up Alex... I don't
3: I don't remember, because I'm just thinking of Jay Moore yelling, Class dismissed! <laughs> Why is that such oh. a better one? <laughs> I know. They were probably so
1: mad that it got stolen. Cut to one month later. Everyone's life is better. Because, well, I guess I learned my lesson for everybody. Well,
3: there's... Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's one person whose life is not better. And that's Jordana Brewster. Because now she has to fucking date Elijah Wood. That's a good point. <laughs> like yeah. that's a, like fuck you. Yeah, so, <laughs> Absolutely, go fuck yourself. That's
1: what she, yeah. That is a uh, boy. Talk about unrealistic expectations. I guess you won't need that boob magazine anymore. <laughs>
3: I've never been more mad at a movie than I was when that is revealed out of fucking left field at the end of this movie like oh, I'm still I'm still Elijah Wood I still look like myself but now the hottest girl in school is just gonna date me cause I'm a national hero alright bye <laughs> uh, yeah. we work on the newspaper
1: together <laughs> he's on the fucking cover of like Time Magazine saying kid exposes alien conspiracy truth or fiction <laughs> uh, meanwhile Stan is doing good <laughs> in aliens school aliens sucked my cock <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry we're almost there i'm so a- sorry a- <laughs> a- <laughs> that youtube thumbnail no. alien queen sucked me off uh meanwhile stan <laughs> is like doing good in school i guess uh clea duvall is straight i guess her life's better as a result this movie might be a little homophobic. look i'm not wearing That's black, black. The yeah this movie might be a little homophobic and uh what? Who oh, Josh Hartnett is on the football team And he's the only one who looks like his life is worse Because he has to play for uh, Robert Patrick <laughs> He looks like shit yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait, he's the quarterback? That dude's arms are tiny He's uh, also five-
3: like 22 and There's that too, yeah Yeah, like
1: what they already said,
2: he's repeating his senior year It's like, ah, oh, you know what, I'm finally going to apply myself And red shirt <laughs> as a second year senior the usher. Like the fucking season's over, man Yeah,
1: there's that too Uh, and also, they they do like here's the rest of the cast. Jon Stewart has like his only funny scene in the movie where he has like a cast on his uh, on his hands and he's oh hey how's it going? I think he drops like a sandwich or something.
2: And he has an eye patch, which I also oh appreciate. yeah that too yeah
1: he has oh well the times were pretty crazy a month ago and everything is just back <laughs> to normal. But there is one guy whose life has gotten physically much worse. They pick a different nerd and they do the poll thing to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and uh, it's just like, yep. Some things just never change. <laughs> and then we get our big reveal, directed by Robert Rodriguez. What a game! That kid, it dude. was the biggest. I think the first time I watched it with Alex, I I, I think I actually screamed. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was uh really good with special effects, like Shark Boy, Lava Girl.
2: Like I will say, like the CGI is bad, but when they use the puppet, it's like, man, yeah. could that thing just not move? Because that's a really good looking puppet. Right, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. To it look. must have been completely immobile. Like, fuck it, we'll just put it on a cart, push it through the bleachers. That's all we got for. Is
1: it, is it, is it the credits where they play like a that like new metal remix of that new metal cover of Changes by David Bowie?
3: <laughs> <It> sure. <is. laughs> <laughs> Changes.
2: 1998 is a good year
1: (laughs) that's all I'm it was such a honestly for a Christmas release I would have absolutely asked for this when I was 8 years old oh fuck yeah dude just pile into the car and get grandma and grandpa visiting from Ohio let's all go watch the faculty (laughs) I fucking love this movie guys
2: Really yeah. Alright guys, next week's episode The Faculty <laughs>
1: Honestly, <laughs> the only reason we do that is because Cherry Falls, you know, we have to find the Blu-ray
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna create a new list for us, it's called Movies with Stabbing Westward on the soundtrack <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, that's what do they all have in common Oh, jeez The Faculty, Bride of Chucky, Urban Legend Tekken,
2: The Motion Picture <laughs> Escape from L.A. Mortal Kombat, Johnny and Mnemonic Bad boys, clerks. Man, that uh, fucking yeah. checks well, out. Except for clerks. That's what.
1: When we get to the last one on there, it's like, oh, maybe we don't need to do this.
2: And also an episode of Daria. I would. I, man, I would make a fucking I, weekend out of that yes. list.
1: <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. All I can think about is Bigfoot. yellow dodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, let's take the back way. To school Squatch keeps fucking crotching
2: me on the flagpole. <laughs> That's He's how got we, such long that's arms. How, he just spreads me legs akimbo and throws me
1: backwards. <laughs> that's
2: how he kills his
1: victims. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. That is like th- those those four bullies who are lifting up Elijah Wood are like the Beatles of bullying. <laughs> They're so of- <laughs> then He
3: gets
2: thrown dick first into the wall,
3: and then it cuts in with a bloody nose. It's like, wait, what the fuck happened? Honestly, the only problem with that scene is that they don't, like, have a name for the move that they shout while they're doing right. <laughs> Because that is what 100% what I would do if exactly. I were going to... Exactly, you got it. Ram, Ron, Ram, run,
1: <laughs> fucking- I was going to go with Ramming Speed.
2: <laughs> this is the Velvet Underground of Bullying. <laughs> a lot of people know these
3: kids but the ones in that school oh man they took it to really long yeah long. all 300 people at that school became bullies and started ramming other people's <laughs> flag yeah. bulk and
1: skull the old masters <laughs> they were the Simon of Garfunkel bullying oh,
2: God, like Sasquatch doesn't just put you in a locker he puts you through all of the lockers
1: consecutively <laughs> He stuffs you want and just throws you full speed. Can you imagine if, like, Bigfoot was one of their posse the entire time? It's like, yeah, you're looking a little different, too. You got a shaved arm. (laughs) Look, man, take the fucking scatter, I'm going to shoot. He just fucking trashes
2: his chemistry
1: set and leaves. I like the idea of him, like, snorting that stuff and having absolutely no effect. He starts reading a magazine.
2: (laughs) Uh, I think I got a bad dose. I don't feel anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Squash is having a bad trip. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine if Elijah Wood's dad is Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> not a tremendous difference it's just a Harry or chris mcdonald's son you can tell so, me for anything some reason, we're here to help when,
3: you <laughs> when parker said that all i could think about was sasquatch having the demeanor and also glasses of mr rockmore
1: <laughs> <laughs> son
2: you know i love you you can tell me absolutely anything we're here to help Dad, I promise, they're aliens. <laughs> you just fucking take some shoulder first out the second story window.
1: Oh, man, imagine if he was a teacher at that school. Just imagine him at that school with Chuck Stewart walking around on his kneecaps.
2: I will not tell you again. Do not throw things in my class. Or
1: that's enough! Fucking feels like well, Mr. Screech, I, I saw something very interesting in the New York Times and I...
2: Being chased.
1: I like that. It just goes full stride running towards Little Ledgewood. All I can think about is, is Bigfoot running like Robert Patrick after people.
2: <laughs> just fucking full knife chops. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just carrying around John Stewart like a fucking briefcase.
1: <laughs> he fucking yeets Jordana Brewster through a second-story window that makes a hard 90-degree turn like and Get Out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time you thought you were getting to sleep.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> And that's the tea, sis.